0: Take that bullshit, yeah. Turn in the good shit. Take that bullshit. Turn in the good shit. Take that bullshit. Turn in the good shit. Take that
1: bullshit. Welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show.
0: I'm Tim. What's up, Adam? Hello. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? Um, I'm great. Oh, good. Yeah.
1: It's playoffs. You? Ah, it is. It is I'm, playoffs. I'm so excited. Uh, we've gotten through the slog, the dog days of the regular
0: season, <laughs> and uh, and here we yeah. are, sitting pretty. We we we, we did a, quite a few episodes of this podcast throughout the season.
1: <laughs> well, hey, we've always to, always told people we were more valuable during the off season than the on season. <laughs> in in reality, oh, much
0: more. Yeah. Much more.
1: Um, because we'll speak more uh big picture. Uh you know, we don't do the show enough to do every week and uh topics like waiver wire or shit like that.
0: And everyone else does that anyway.
1: Right. What do you want us for?
0: Yeah. We're stupid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh well not that stupid apparently though because no. in our long time <laughs> in our long time keeper league the uh the tyler perry league link in the show notes uh for those of you uh playing at home uh you and i adam we've netted the one and the two seed and the buys
0: this and is then true week
1: 15 so we're, this is very true we're off this week
0: yeah it feels nice
1: kicking back
0: yep i'm watching everyone scramble <laughs>
1: I got my feet up. I'm planning for next week. I'm looking ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm scoping out the defenses. I'm thinking about playing. I feel like a lot can happen in one week, though. A lot of injuries. Yeah. You never know about motivation, too, week to week in the NFL. You yeah. um, You know. You really. I feel like I listen to a lot of betting advice, and that sometimes helps uh, untangle what um, motivations might be there or not there in a certain week. Uh, because they understand that football is an emotional game. And I think when you're like, oh, well, that's the fourth best defense in fantasy football. Of course, it's going to be fine. And sometimes they put up negative points. And this year, more than ever, I feel like defense is uh, just unpredictable.
0: Oh, yeah. There's no like clear cut like defense that's going to give you, you know, 10 plus points every week. There's just not. I think the only thing close to that for a while there was the Colts. And then they put up a negative six recently. Um, So I feel like – and they didn't do so hot last week either against uh, um, Deshaun Watson, who has no wide receivers to throw to. Um, And he still had a pretty good – game. I mean, he's great. But, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought, oh, you know, all his wide receivers are out. You know, he might not have a good game. But they still couldn't really stop them all that much. Although they, you know, put up a decent week. They got some – turnovers right. and stuff like that but i think they're the closest maybe and maybe like pittsburgh and the rams recently right the rams definitely the rams but i mean been...
1: yeah i mean that's what i mean right like the Colts, but those defenses
0: were... those for the most part and most leagues those defenses are owned like you oh, can't just sure. go grab them off the waiver wire for sure so it is yeah. a tough
1: tough time of year if you're trying to uh, get a defense but don't feel bad if you didn't plan too far ahead Um, Because I don't really think you necessarily because it's football is so random. Like I'm, I don't, I'm not so sure you bought yourself anything if you plan ahead, you know, there's still time.
0: Yeah. And I like for most leagues, especially like 10 team (laughs) leagues, you'll be able to get a decent defense kicker or whatever. Like, you'll find some good matchups to where you feel somewhat comfortable and you're like, okay, well, I know this team won't get, you know, negative eight for me. You know, I might be able to get a couple of points out of this defense and then anything above like six to eight points, you know, that's great. That's, you know, that's, you know, you're, then you're, you know, then you did your job because you didn't have to go and scramble and keep some defense for X amount of weeks and you just picked them up and boom. I think that's right. I think,
1: I think aiming for teams that need the game um, is a good strategy at this point uh, because um, you, you can yeah. probably bet that they're going to be dialed in. But as we texted about Adam, there will be circumstances in week 16 and 17 for sure, but week uh, maybe even week 15 this year, but um, where teams are already locked into certain seeds
0: Yeah, I, you know, I think there's at this juncture right now, I think there's only teams that have locked in their playoff spots. Um, So I think there's still quite a bit to play for for everyone. And I know like in the NFC, there's like the last playoff spots pretty wide open. Right, but, um, so. but the difference between the three seed and
1: the four seed like uh do you know what i mean like there might be a game difference between the the two and three and then yeah. the three and then there's like a chasm between the three and the four because it's the giants at 500 and yeah. uh and so they're just like well whatever we don't need this game and they get pummeled by a bat you know what i mean because yeah. they have their backup out there. Who knows? I'm. I'm just yeah. saying these scenarios do exist. So I do think it's valuable to listen to real-world NFL uh, news too, and not just fantasy. Because yeah. honestly, well, most betting, fantasy people, it's numbers game. It's a game bet, paid, played on paper. You're kind of. It, it's a. It, it's not taking emotion into account.
0: You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think betting lines are a good way of indicator of saying like, oh, wait. Vegas sees this game a lot differently than I saw it because, you know, this defense has been playing well or because this team hasn't been playing well. But like you said, like New York, even with a backup, they're going to be playing their ass off because they can, you know, make the playoffs. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and their defense has been playing pretty well. So, you know, you never know what you're going to get. But I think I, you know, I much rather start a defense playing against Colt McCoy than playing, you know, against, you know, Deshaun Watson with no weapons, you know, I'd Mm -hmm. much rather take my chances playing that defense. Because, you know, what's what's the most points a Colt McCoy offense can score? Come on.
1: Realistically, um, but no defense, Saquon Barkley, like, see, see, here's to my point that defense has been playing great lately, and um, they've been coming on for weeks. And uh, so when you take that into account, that they might be playing, they're one of the best defenses in the league over the past month. Um, then it's like, well, yeah, they can definitely get to 21. They could probably get to 24, maybe
0: 27. Well, let's just do this for, you know, uh, let's look and see how many points the Seattle Seahawks defense put up last week. Okay. Against them. Not a lot. No.
1: They had a rough game, but I think it was still kind of low scoring. Let me see here. Oops.
0: Uh, for some reason, other oh, right. I got it. You got it? <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Here it is: yeah. nine points. They nine they points. did have nine that's points good. because
1: well, they had a safety. Yeah, that's. Um, but I'm just saying, and a blocked punt or a, a field goal or something.
0: They I'm only just gave saying, up seventeen points. Yeah, I you know, and the Giants won. You know, what I'm saying yeah. is like in a winning effort, the Giants playing against the Giants, you still probably could get a decent amount of fantasy points opposed to playing against a team that might have some dynamic offensive pieces but are out of the playoffs or, you know, are really banged up, what have you, like a Houston Texans or something like that. Like yeah, I guess I, I guess what I, I guess what I'm saying is I'd rather take the chance On either a back going up against a backup quarterback or against an offense, just just hasn't really been that great all year. Um,
1: and another X factor, I just want to a monkey wrench, I want to throw in there is wet is weather, you know what I mean? Like some of these cold weather teams, like the Packers or the Chiefs, um, the or the Bills or the Patriots, um, Eagles, right? There's a bunch of them, Mm -hmm. um, Bengals, Jets. So, they at any, any Sunday morning, we wake up and it could be a friggin blizzard, <laughs> you know, any Sunday yeah. morning from here on out. Yeah. Um, so, and that would be that probably be a, a great defense to get. That, that could that
0: be guy. a strategy. That could be a strategy too, you know, especially if like with our league since uh, the whole COVID thing, we have basically a waiver period almost before every day, mm-hmm. um, except for Tuesdays and Wednesdays when there, for the most part, hasn't been in any games until recently um but i think yeah. if you have a waiver period that 9 a.m or you know 8 a.m before the game start on sunday maybe looking up your weather channel on saturday night and saying oh it's going to be a blizzard is for this sure. defense available oh that they're playing against an offense that's really not that good yeah for you know, sure I, some
1: some uh sites uh, put a little logo in there like a yeah. little snow logo or so i know some but gambling sites do
0: that too but i do feel like you really have to check the because you know it could say forecast for snow on wednesday and that little snow thing will be on there and then all of a sudden by saturday evening oh there's it's gonna be clear skies until the game's over and right. then it'll snow right. so to get that idea i think that is you know if you're really going into if you're really like like your defense is the last thing you really need to set and solidify. I think, you know, might as well go the extra mile and really find something that you feel is going to one, you know, be in your advantage in terms of the teams that are playing, but also be in your advantage in terms of the weather that might be happening. I know my parents just told me it started snowing in Wisconsin. So Mm -hmm. today, so, I mean, we're starting to hit that weather, you know, thing soon yeah. right that's another one the Packers I they have two home games
1: weeks uh, 15 and 16 and I have them but I'm like not thrilled about them as a defense overall they, but who are they playing they are home for Carolina and home for Tennessee in weeks 15 mm. and 16 and trust me I know most teams don't have the luxury of planning ahead like that um so hopefully yeah this is but I, yeah. at least if, if you do and and let, and let me just add real quick before you could start because, planning now Well, exactly. And at this point, I think if you're expected to, if you're hoping you're going to win and you're thinking you might make a run, drop someone like Christian Kirk. Drop your fourth receiver. um, Devontae Parker. I dropped both of those guys this week, and I don't regret it. Uh, Those guys are not helping me at all.
0: What did you pick up for them?
1: Defenses.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because
1: at this point, I'm rolling the the dice, right? I don't know what's going to happen two weeks for now.
0: What? Is, this, is this Tim Polari telling me he's, he has, he's going to own multiple defenses after <laughs> hey, mocking me for almost a decade? Hey, if you do this during
1: the season, uh, weeks one through 10, this is basically unacceptable. Uh, or even <laughs> weeks one
0: one through 12. Uh, disclaimer, asterisk, asterisk next to it. Hey, it's a, um, it,
1: your strategy changes throughout the season. And yeah, this is the point where like you want to get a handcuff. And I don't know, for me, Like, because I'm sitting, sitting pretty and I don't have to do it. I don't, I'm not playing this week. I'm looking ahead. Uh, And there's slim pickings, frankly, for the defenses. I'm kind of just trying to imagine the scenarios. So I'm really, I grabbed three and maybe one of them, one of them's probably going to be fine. I don't know which one yet though.
0: (laughs) I I mean, I did that with tight ends in a league. Like um, I'm in this league where I'm in the, I played this week in the playoffs and the one sore spot that I had all year was tight end. And I could never really, like I had, I drafted uh, Hayden Hurst and Jared Cook. And for the most part throughout the year, I was able to kind of go back and forth between the two of them and get a solid showing. But over the last couple of, over the last like four weeks, it just hadn't been that way. And to the point where I dropped Jared Cook. Um, And especially when Michael Thomas came back, I think that's when I dropped him. And then I picked up Trey Burton, who's been okay, but had a down week last week. And then I think I'm going to go with Hayden Hurst because Julio Jones is out. And he just runs enough routes to get the volume to, you know, and with Julio Jones out, I think he'll have a good week against the Chargers, who I believe are kind of middle of the road against the tight end. Um, But then I picked up, uh, I also picked up Cole Komet for the Bears, who's been coming on as of late and has actually been getting a lot of looks in the red zone. Mm -hmm. um so so then I have three tight ends where I can just say whoever has the best matchup best possible solution I'm covered and I feel good about that where I have at least that variance of options kind of like you're saying with the defenses like you know I have all my options laid out on the table and I feel good that I don't just have one other person to select from especially like I think if if um Trey Burton would have had a good week last week. Um, yeah. Hold on just one second. There's a knock at my door. Oh. huh
1: I'll, I'll tell the audience keep, where keep I'm going riffing. with this.
0: <laughs> I'll
1: tell the audience where I'm going with this. Cole Komet. Uh, this is coming from a Bears fan, people. Do not forget this. Uh, this is like, what was he, the third string tight end on the on the Bears? Cole Komet? I, I don't know if I've ever heard of this guy. Um but I think when you're aiming for tight ends, you're, you're aiming for targets. Um, and I'm, and, I, and I'll bring this up to Adam. Um, because I think, I think obviously touchdowns are valuable, but it's hard to predict them. And, uh, especially when you're talking tight ends and, and a an offense as unpredictable as the bears have been. So Cole Komet though, in week 13 home for Detroit, he got seven targets. So again, you want to follow the targets. He had five catches, 37 yards and a score. Okay. Okay. And now they're playing Houston in week 14, then at Minnesota at Jacksonville. All right. Well, Adam's really uh, calling his shot with this one. Uh, Cole Komet we'll see uh we'll see I think he's
0: uh he's, he's somebody that if you're really desperate at tight end somebody you might want to give a look at because I feel like the Tanyans and the like that that second tier of tight ends that were pretty much available through like the middle of the year those guys are gone now and now you're looking at the Cole Komets the Tyler Eifert's like the dredge of like the people you don't really want to be starting. But I think the most, I think you got, in terms of upside, you got to look at who's getting the most targets, who's running the most routes, who's on the field the most, not so much. Oh, well this guy has got a touchdown last week or this, you know, touchdowns, you know, they're, they come and go, but if your guys on the field, if your guys running routes, if your guys getting targets, that means the floor is a lot higher. Um, Absolutely, that, that's you know. the point
1: I made when you were gone. Is it oh. was really about targets.
0: Yeah. Well, there <laughs> you I go. Would, lights, this, is we this is why we have a buy. This <laughs> is why we have a buy.
1: You're right. You're right. Man, shit, we got to change the name of the show. <laughs> bye 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 bye. The smart football. Smart football <laughs> show
0: <laughs> doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: well, what about? I feel uh, the second we yeah. did
0: that, our teams would like be bad. <laughs> yeah
1: definitely um what about kyler murray this week i know we were we, kind of oh, texting
0: i'm glad about, we talked about this
1: yeah let's what talk you, about it yeah what do you think because i'm c- concerned about him uh he hasn't been as good he's a little banged up he hasn't been as good over the past three Since weeks he's hurt He's really that
0: shoulder i mean he hasn't had the best yeah. he hasn't had the best uh an excellent season up, up, until, so.
1: up until this point. He did have a great matchup in week 11 at Seattle. That's he, true. But uh, Seattle's
0: has, defense has been a bit they've been okay. better against the pass. Like they were atrocious against the pass. I think they fixed some things and they've been a bit better. When did um, he get hurt? Was it in that game or in the Buffalo game? I think it
1: was that Seattle game, I believe. Okay. And then, because since then, it's, it's not been or as Or maybe good. it was the
0: Buffalo game.
1: I can't remember, but either way, it's all been down because he's been, been playing down. at such a high level. Um, oh, Andrew, I mean,
0: he, the first he's time been he played great.
1: Seattle, he torched him.
0: Yeah, well, and I think I think teams are starting to um, take away a little bit of his ability to run the ball because I mean he was like going in before he got injured, and this and the injury could be playing a part in that him being a little worried about getting hit. Uh, but going into that, he was like getting upwards to a hundred yards rushing. And right. I mean, when you can do that, then everything just opens up. And I think you're, you're isolating
1: the exact problem here. I think defense is no, he's a little banged up and he's uh, a little hesitant to run now. So they're maybe uh, understanding how to, how to play him. So one part of his game is taken away to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think they're probably getting used to him a little bit more, but yeah, if he doesn't, Get healthier, and again with that Giants defense uh, converging this week in Week 14, I'm a, I'm a little worried about Kyler Murray this week in Week 14.
0: I I am too, and and you know I I told you in this league where you know I have Kyler Murray, I also have Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and Tom Brady's going up against Minnesota, who's been middle of the road and actually has been a lot better lately as a defense, mm-hmm. um, and. I just went on Fantasy Pros, and you know how you can go, you know, who would you start? Uh, Fantasy Pros has it 70% Kyler Murray, 30% Tom Brady.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't see it that way. I mean, I, th-
1: I think the Giants are going to win this game, first of all.
0: Now uh, now, uh, now, we go to another site. Was it Fantasy SP? Uh, Who does also does pretty good comparisons, and they have Tom Brady over Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. Well, here on ESPN, they're projecting Brady for more points. On Yahoo, they're projecting at least in the league I'm in that Kyler Murray will score more. Yeah, and then and then they have seems to have him back to
1: back in the rankings on ESPN.
0: Kyler Murray has twenty three point five three points projected, whereas Tom Brady twenty one point three five. So about two, two more points, they say, which is – I think it just goes to who do you trust more.
1: I know Brady's had some low lows this year. Speaking fantasy-wise, week nine, home for New Orleans, 2.2 points. No one expected that. Even uh, a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago, week 11, home for the Rams, 16.6. No one expected that. Um, I think a lot of people expected shootouts. He had a couple other kind of kind of bad fantasy games earlier in the season, but he's also had very high highs: forty-three point four versus the Chargers, forty-five point seven versus the Raiders in Week Seven, thirty-eight point eight at Carolina in Week Ten. He's coming off of a buy, Adam. I know. In a game they need
0: home and and for then- Minnesota. And- and then he go. then he plays Atlanta and Detroit, man. You got to start he, Brady. I'll tell might, you right might now. Might I start Brady over Kyler Murray the rest of the way and ride him to a championship?
1: I I've think done it before.
0: I've done it I would, before. Do, I would definitely start him this week. I'll tell you that. That's my advice
1: <laughs> personally. I don't know about the the other weeks. We'll see how that goes. And I'm, I'm kind
0: of hedging my bets a little bit because I do have DeAndre Hopkins Mm-hmm. in that in in that league so i would have hopkins so if kyler murray does have a big game and does go to hopkins quite a bit then i kind of hedge my bets a little bit there but then if yeah. brady doesn't have that good of a game which i i just can't believe he wouldn't uh, coming off a buy he's gonna throw three touchdowns you put it at put least. it on the board yeah he'll run for he'll sneak one in too
1: <laughs> i might bet on it yeah he's definitely gonna throw for at least three touchdowns
0: uh, oh, I was just told to be a little more quiet in the library. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, do you Had have any other?
1: <laughs> do you have any other decisions to make uh, this week? Um, uh, are there any other quandaries you're well, dealing with?
0: The only thing I'm a little concerned about and has been extremely frustrating has been um, DeAndre Swift. Mm, you know yeah. he 's been out for three weeks now. Um, first it was a concussion, then it was an illness, mm. but they didn 't say it was covid non covid illness mm-hmm. um and you know it's saying he 's trending towards playing. he was limited in practice on Wednesday, but there 's always this talk of like a small package of plays he might get so I guess I kind of just have to follow the situation a little bit because I feel like if he gets anything close to a regular amount of, you know, uh, sets on the field, then I just got to play him. But if not, then I think I just – then my other option is going with T. Higgins, who's also questionable with a hamstring. Mm, Who else? Um, Is
1: this the team you sent me earlier?
0: Yeah, I mean, Christian Kirk, who I don't feel great about.
1: No, um, I would drop his ass. Again, you don't need a guy like that at this point.
0: Well, I mean, at my this opinion. point, I might. If both Swift and T Higgins don't look like they'll play, I mean, I guess. No. See, in that, then, in that... Then do I go Jeff Wilson? Jeff Wilson's no, no. on the waiver wire. See,
1: this is why a guy like Kirk is useless at this point of year, because you can pick up a guy on the waiver wire like um, Kiki QT who's going to score more than Kiki... Ke- Uh, christian kirk so you don't have to hold a guy like that you can use the waiver wire as your bench in a case where a a nuclear scenario where you you have to start someone from what
0: what's your what's your thoughts on ty hilton
1: i mean i think that's a pretty good shot they they got the uh the raiders he played great last week um he always kills the texans though that's kind of historic for hilton uh so (laughs) but i think they play him again i think they play him again next week
0: yeah, so, they do. They do. Yeah. So maybe I should just snag myself some T.Y. over Christian Kirk.
1: I would absolutely do that. I would not yeah. hesitate. I'm uh, done. done. We're yeah. doing it I'm right done. now. Okay, good.
0: Especially yeah. since T.Y. Hilton burned me so bad in our league. He's probably picked up now. <laughs> probably, yeah. I would assume. Because the, the 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 league that I'm in in the other league is a 10-team league. That's why he was still available. Right, Oh, yeah, he's definitely not available in our league. Yeah. What can you do? I mean, what can if, you, do?
1: you know, and I wouldn't be thrilled to start him, you know what I mean? But you'd start him it'd be fine.
0: T.Y., yeah, I mean, he's had <laughs> two good weeks in a row, but with that yeah. offense, who knows? Yeah. It's really yeah. hard to say. I think uh, it's just. It's, it's a really maddening offense. Although Jonathan Taylor, I, I do like his usage and I like his, um, I, I like, you know, I, I think I, he has some great matchups in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about having him. He's been pretty consistent. I mean, he missed that week because of COVID, but he has lost Vegas and then Houston again, both not good against the run. You know, I
1: feel like Ruggs is a good – if you wanted to, like, take a shot on someone, I think, at any point. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, ah, oh, see what happens. You know, he's yeah, probably not going to
0: face he, plant. He's yeah. been um, getting more usage. I mean, he had that big touchdown to win the game. But, uh, yeah, I like him, and I like him in keeper leagues. Like, if he's available, you snag him up. He might – you know, if he goes off during this playoffs, he might be uh, a guy you could either trade or potentially keep.
1: yeah. Or dynasty
0: mm-hmm. league, you know. Although I would assume in a dynasty league, he's probably owned in most. Definitely, yeah. yeah he was a first round pick. Yeah.
1: What about uh, this Gunner Ozowski? Was it Ozowski from the Patriots? You see this guy? No. No. Oh,
0: I didn't okay. watch. He- I didn't watch much of the game last. Night. I like every like. I watched. It was like I watched. I like turned it on like right when the Patriots had that weird interception that got Ooh. called back from a touchdown. And then once the Rams went up like twenty-four to three, I turned it off. Okay. Well, just
1: keep that name. Keep Who that name guy? in your in your head. His name's Gunnar. Um, he he. I think is he's from Iceland or Norway. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any any uh, background on him at this at this moment. Let's see. He's twenty-four years old. He is from Bem Bemidai State. Oh, geez, I don't know what that is. Hold Bemidji. Find out. Bemidji State. Bemidji. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bemidji. It's in
0: Minnesota. Ah, uh, okay. So, uh, but that, yeah, that seems mean, right for a guy named Gunner. He, he seems like, oh,
1: so he's a second year guy. Pa- dra- the Patriots drafted him or at least started with him. And, uh, he's g- giving me serious Julian Edelman vibes. Just well, so I know. mean, he is white. So there's that. <laughs> well, they have a history of that, these slot guys that they, yeah. that they grow up in the, um, in the they system sure can't, they sure can't they tra- draft
0: one in the early rounds they're and just they st- terrible at it <laughs>
1: well they start as uh, special teams pros mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, like Edelman you know yeah. the pa- Patriots fans knew about Julian Edelman way
0: before uh, he was a fantasy thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean I, I, I don't think he's a guy I would feel comfortable like picking up and starting but like in a, di- in a dynasty league yeah I mean yeah because you don't There's know who's their, who their quarterback's going to be next year yeah, it might not be Cam Newton. Could be Carson Wentz.
1: It could be. It could be Sam Darnold. Could be Sam Darnold. Yeah. Could be Trevor not Lawrence.
0: Nah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not gonna knows. get that pick.
0: that good of a pick.
1: Yeah. Well, they're not gonna get
0: it from the Jets. That's no. Nah, sure. The Jets are all in on ruining Trevor Lawrence's career. <laughs> uh, what about Peyton Barber? Would you start Peyton Barber in any league? I mean. With- He's really touchdown. He's really touchdown dependent. I mean, yeah. like, like anytime he's getting a bulk or like getting more shares, he doesn't do much with it. Like, he's talking, talking about.
1: I mean, one point six yards per carry in week thirteen. Come on, Adam. That's, that's that's
0: been pretty par for the course. I mean, I I, <laughs> I obviously would much rather be you know, and I know he's probably not available in most leagues right now. Is you know McKissick? I mean, he caught ten balls. <laughs> once Gibson went out, and they were coming from behind too. But I mean,
1: let's see. I here. think that's the trick there with with that backfield in um, Antonio Gibson's absence, which which is a shame. He was having a great season. Um, I don't know. If you we'll think he's done again. for the year? Uh, you're probably not going to want to start him again. I would say
0: turf toe. Turf toe sucks. Yeah, Turf toe sucks. Tough. Yeah. Uh, play. They play San Francisco, Seattle, and Carolina. So, I mean, San Francisco and, uh, San in Francisco Arizona. That, yeah, San Francisco or in Washington. Or no, at San Francisco. I'm talking about Washington.
1: Yeah, I know. Washington is playing San Francisco in Arizona. Oh, in
0: Arizona. Well, I don't think it matters either way, but San Francisco do, doesn't have hungry. a great offense. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know if they'll be playing from behind too much. Um, although, Seattle, maybe they'll be playing from behind. Carolina yeah, I, has a decent enough offense to where they could be playing from behind. Um, but I think that I, I, Seattle
1: matchup is really good one. For, oh, for, uh, for McKissick? Jared
0: McKissick, yeah, yeah. J.D. McKissick, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, uh, uh, although it says he's going to get a bulk of the carries, too. So, I mean, he's he's been, like, when he's been given the opportunity, which, you know, he hasn't, I don't think he's gotten over 10 carries at all this year. But when he's given the opportunity, he's a pretty good ball carrier, too.
1: He's definitely not a bad runner uh, at all. Um, yeah, he's obviously excels in the passing game, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, he actually was at that very same one point six yard per carry clip um, in week thirteen. Uh, well, they were playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I like how it's bad for Barber, but uh, it's not bad for McKissick.
0: Well, well, McKissick's you know doesn't just rely on. you know rushing the ball but I'm 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 talking about overall this year not just not just last week I think smaller sample size yeah McKissick probably has more yards per carry than Barber does over the course of the year I would yeah venture to say that
1: smaller sample size in that game um versus Pittsburgh uh and you're probably right um McKissick, uh, you know, and he's kind of like, again, like he's like a smaller guy. So he's more of like a satellite back. So you're not going to find great rushing numbers um, or, a, y- yeah, or a ton of attempts. Uh, no, you, you, you know, he's going to break one here and there. You know what I mean? And then like for like 30 yards and then the rest uh, f- of his carries will so, be two yards.
0: So for this year, uh, yards per carry, 4.2 on his career, 4.4. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but individually, these games, it's like, I don't know, like, like he has a seven. He's, you know, he's got a five, but he's also got a, a negative 0.7. He's got a couple of threes. He's got a 0.08. He's got a 1.6. You know yeah. what I mean? So
0: Yeah, yeah, I get that. But, I mean, if you're just looking over the course of it, and then Peyton Barber this year, 2.7. I think it's kind of tough to to
1: project McKissick's um, w- rushing workload or or really know how he's going to be used with those because – I think it's so different for. The, he's just such a different running back, you know? Without. He is. He, he is without but Gibson. I, there,
0: there was something that was said here. McKissick is expected to handle the bulk of the work out of the Washington backfield Sunday against the 49ers. Would you bet on that?
1: So that's. W- one, what would be the bet? That's, one guy you know who who does he get
0: more carries than barber i I would definitely bet
1: barber gets more carries
0: yeah i mean it's just going off last week after gibson was out um mckissick played 74 percent of the snap share uh well barber drew only 33 percent but they were down so that meant you know obviously they're going to be passing the ball more which Indian mckissick on the field and i do feel they have you know enough plays in their playbook where they have both those guys in the field right so even when barbers on the field mckissick might still be on the field you're definitely
1: better off with mckissick don't get me wrong
0: oh yeah Um, but i see what you're saying like don't don't go overboard and think mckissick's gonna have like an antonio gibson type game where he has 20 carries 100 yards and a touch a couple touchdowns like that's not gonna happen
1: no i you know i think i think McKissick could bust unless you're expecting a game script like what developed last week. You know, I mean, he's busted
0: for me a couple of times this year. Yeah, so. yeah, he's totally bustable. <laughs> he's, he's he is bust. He is, he is busty. Yeah, good um, player, but uh, but but, yeah. but I do but I do think in a PPR league with Gibson out, he'll get enough work where you won't have to worry about him. You know getting five points like i think you you could be comfortable get him getting between eight and ten like as a floor which i don't think is too bad especially if you have a deep league or you have like a big roster that you need to fill um i I, mean, I, I i i'm I, seeing honestly i'm seeing I mean, some who, nightmare scenarios who would uh, you get, who would you start over him mike probably, in a, yeah
1: well it really depends but i i'm just putting on my uh, my psychic hat and, and looking forward, my soothsayer uh, hat and, and hood, and, uh, and looking forward to these games at San Francisco, which is really in Arizona, Seattle, Carolina. Um, and you got Ron Rivera as the coach, Alex Smith as the quarterback. Alex Smith's been throwing to him. I don't know. I just, I fear, I fear a game script developing and like just being able to tell one of those games that's not gonna go his way by like one thirty on a sun you know what I mean, like a half well, an hour. I hope
0: the- so. I hope so, because I'm playing <laughs> against him this week. I own I him, know. but in the league I own him, I have a bye this week. Uh, mm-hmm. and the league I'm I'm playing against him. Uh, so I hope he, you know, doesn't have a great week. Although it would make me nervous going into the following week, even though the matchup's much better with Seattle. Yeah, I think um, that matchup it does, is – it does make me still would still make me a little nervous. Uh, I mean, I would probably start him, but it would, you know, not make me feel good if he has a bad game, but it would make me feel good because I'm playing against him. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't know what you're going to get with uh, the Niners this week. You know, again, they're in Arizona. They've been a little Jekyll and Hyde, obviously injured all year. They have actually a shot for the playoffs still. um, Even though it's probably unlikely, but they could be playing there their heart
0: out out there this week you know I mean and, and Mullins isn't terrible like I no. mean he, he's serviceable he can chuck the ball around he seems to have a really good connection with Ayuk, and even a pretty good connection with Samuel even though it kind of didn't you know really come to fruition until like late in the game um, when they were down yeah um, but I, yeah I, I think I, I think uh, it could be a situation. Where, like you said, it just comes down to game script. Yeah. Yeah, and that's Um, scary
1: to bet on because really
0: one thing could go wrong and you could be in a negative game script for you. Yeah, I I do feel like it would be hard for me not to start him unless I was really deep at running back. Just with Gibson gone. Obviously, if Gibson was healthy, I probably wouldn't want to start him this week. But with him out, it would be tough. It would be tough for me because it isn't like San Francisco's been – like the defense they were last year.
1: Right. You know, who um, knows though, again, especially this time of year, I'm just saying maybe look at those betting lines. Maybe do, do the math in your head on the over unders. Look at the weather. It's a lot to consider. Well, the weather in Arizona
0: I'm sure is going to be fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but a lot to consider this time of year, um, especially in an emotional game like football. And you don't, you just, I've been there. You don't want to be sitting there on week 16 in the finals and you're watching your fucking defense give up touchdown after touchdown and you're like, fuck, I knew it. This was the number two overall fantasy scoring defense and they had an okay matchup, but they were going downhill and they didn't need the game and the team they were playing needed the game and I fucked up and I lost the championship because of it. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't, want, you, don't you don't want, want that want scenario. That. And I'm telling you, it's a possibility. So yeah. be careful.
0: Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's a stressful time of year right now. Yeah, one. Stressful time. One miscue and you really be kicking yourself for an entire, you know, six, decade. seven months. Yeah, <laughs> 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 one,
1: one Chris <laughs> One Chris Herndon over Blake Jarwin.
0: Oh, from a decade of heartache <laughs> that's great how many holes are in the wall at your house because of that <laughs> <laughs> well that wasn't me that was uh i that benefited was, yeah, yeah you benefited uh, from that oh yeah 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 but house is a mess right now was <laughs> it was after that after that I was Sorry, uh, low blow, Popola, If you're if you're listening, but that's uh, that's
1: just an example. You know what I mean? Like, and that, and that was really it. Really was a low blow because I was talking about tight ends. But yeah, um, but still, you don't want to be kicking yourself. You know, like uh, you want to read the tea leaves as best you can. You want to trust your decision before you you uh,
0: set that lineup. Absolutely. I think I, I think the thing too is you're at a point where, like, I think. W- in some leagues Cam Akers was still available so maybe he was like the last of the like really usable players going into the playoffs but like you know and like I just picked up T.Y. Hilton I mean there's a couple of guys here or there but for the most part I would assume if you're in the playoffs right now you got your position players pretty locked um, in terms of who you're playing or like maybe one roster spot but you already have the bench player that you're gonna start it's not like you're scurrying to get somebody unless you have like some injuries or you were really banking on McCaffrey coming back this week um who like I told you I don't know if he will come back this year if they yeah. don't look like they're I don't know if they have a chance to make the playoffs so why would they do that especially since Mike Davis has been fine
1: yeah yeah that's and luckily rough...
0: luckily in our league I have Mike Davis and the other league I don't but I do have quite a few running backs I'm pretty deep Yeah. So it's good to be deep. It's good. Very
1: deep. It's good. You, you do want your depth on your team, especially in a PPR. I think you want it to be running back heavy uh, and not receiver heavy. Yeah. I mean, if you can have both
0: great. Oh, sure. (laughs) You know, like I I, I think in a 10 team league, it's a lot easier than like in a 12 14 team league where you're like just desperate. If like I was in a 14 team league and like I drafted Saquon Barkley I think my second running back I drafted was Devin Singletary and then it was like a couple other guys and they just none of them panned out none of them like I I kind of like had to go with like McKissick and Gaskin and all these guys and then McGaskin got hurt and then you know it's just been you know there's just no way to win when you have that situation I, I do feel I do kind of kick myself because I loaded up on wide receivers and you know it just didn't work out because in that league I there's only one running back position so I was like oh I got Saquon I'm never going to you know not start Saquon and then boom first game of the year he's gone well I think yeah. I think running back in a PPR
1: is a little easier to predict um when like and a little bit more consistent um and I think they can score more potentially too their their watermark is a little higher so I think in a PPR given the option the even option I think I'm taking running back um in that scenario i think that changes maybe in other leagues or really depends on the on the um players probably but yeah i don't know in a ppr i think i don't think you need more than three receivers um you know hope you hopefully you have three pretty good ones or maybe your third one's okay yeah but um depending but I really on your think, roster
0: have or a backup have roster
1: I think you should you should load up on running backs because you're one in, you know you're maybe maybe one injury away from or something, you yeah. know, just a a, a depth. Sure, oh, yeah. running backs away. get
0: get injured so much quicker and easier than a wide receiver. I mean yeah. um that's yeah, I, I think you know, looking back on it, I wish I would have maybe went with a, a, a one more running back instead of one of the wide receivers. Because to be honest with you, there's plenty of wide receivers that came off the waiver wire this year that were really great like t higgins was one for me in most of my leagues where he's been awesome you know even when uh um burrow went down he's still been good yeah um but i think i
1: think with receiver like if you need if you need to start someone you know in a pinch like you know like last week was a great example away. with with kiki qt oh yeah um, because it was like, well, obviously, you know, he's probably going to have a good game and then he had a great game. So it's like, I just, I think you can probably do that any week. And if you like do a little, uh, what do you call it? Um, DFS research or like listen to a podcast that covers it a little bit um, more specifically, like you'll get a couple of names that are definitely on the waiver wire and you're like, okay, I can see why that person might go off this week and you'll, and I think that would be a good strategy to roll the dice on someone like that you know what I mean
0: yeah yeah which would have been like
1: my example would have been like rugs last week
0: yeah I I think um yeah and I like yeah I, I think wide receivers I mean just obviously now especially with so many teams having three wide receivers on the field um that position goes really deep and I think when the year started I was so concerned about wide receivers so I was like after like the big guys, there's like all these guys you can't count on. And then now like really being in a all these PPR leagues, every league I'm in this year was a PPR league. Just noticing that it's such a deep position. Um, you know, obviously having a guy like Devonte Adams or Michael Thomas is a huge advantage. Um, but i you know, outside of, you know, a handful of guys, like you don't need to stack up on all these, you know, one wide receivers these these wide receiver twos and even wide receiver threes can be just as i mean maybe not just as valuable but still really valuable and in the meantime while you're getting those guys you're really solidifying your running back position and making sure you have that there to you know be prepared for the eventual injury because there will be an eventual injury and, and you know there's a running backs this year that really didn't even get banged up too much, but just hadn't been as valuable as you would have thought. I mean, Miles Sanders is one of them. Right. Um, you know, he was banged up a little bit there, but like, even when he was healthy, he just hasn't lived up to that hype. And yeah. that's, you know, that's game script, that's what have you. I think, you know, there's been a handful of guys like that. And, yeah. you know, because, I mean, look at McCaffrey. I mean, McCaffrey's been on the field, he's been amazing, but he's only played three games this year.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, like you would have had to get Mike Davis or you'd had to have depth at running back to even compete. Because if you can't get running backs that give you, you know, 10 plus points every week, then you're in some big trouble because everyone has wide receivers that are decent enough to get them through. But there's So there's injuries every week in the Mm -hmm.
1: NFL. And if you aren't hurt by it, you will benefit by it. Oh, Um, for sure. And if. And if you're paying attention to the injuries because sometimes they develop over the course of the week, um, then you can definitely really benefit from that. And if you play the waiver, like I was I was texting someone else, like the, I feel like week 17 is already here um, in, in that like, uh, like Matt Flynn is out there throwing six touchdown passes any given week. Like who knows? You know what I mean? Like we're already at that point in the season where God knows COVID could hit. There's well, still yeah other possibility, but yeah. Yeah. Sam well, Darnold had three touchdowns last week.
0: Yeah, no, and I think like, I mean, look at how much, you know, the the league has shifted just in the past couple of weeks with like, look at the NFC East. Everyone was like, oh, what a terrible division. What awful, awful teams. And now look at Washington. Look at, I mean, their offense looks really, you know, pretty good. Their defenses looks good. Look at the Giants. The Giants look good. Um, their defense looks really good. Um, you know, the Eagles are still, but who knows with Hurts? Who knows what will happen? Um, yeah. And the Cowboys have given up. I mean, they're terrible, but uh, but I they mean, can someone, st- but but that offense can still put up a lot of points, especially with the defense that seems like they've given up completely. Right. Then that means and, that offense could potentially be scoring a lot of points. Someone in that division is going to host a playoff game. Yeah, <laughs> but it's,
1: I I would put my money on the Giants because I just yeah. think they're playing really well. Right I, I i I
0: would I think I'm going to go with uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. I think they I think, I think the only reason I say that is because I think Alex Smith is a better manager of the game than whatever Giants are going to put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I but I do but I do believe the Giants have the tiebreaker. I think they beat Washington twice. So that would probably be the reason I would say that, you know, the Giants might be the pick, but yeah, I just feel like Washington has better playmakers like mm, with, great. with, with Terry McLaurin yeah, Terry McLaurin's really good. G- great um, Chase win. Young on the defense.
1: Yeah. Great win by the, by the Washington football
0: team versus yeah. the Steelers. But yeah, I don't know um, if the Giants win that sort of game.
1: I think they definitely would have won that game. I I, th- I don't think the Steelers have been playing that well. They haven't. Um, no, um, and but I, I do I got, believe yeah.
0: I do believe like Alex Smith, um, just won't make the mistakes that well. That, he's definitely that, a good game. That manager. Daniel, that Daniel Jones or Colt McCoy might make. But they also, Um, I don't think, have the the upside, and I think that's. Oh, I think Alex Smith is way better than Colt McCoy. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Uh, But but Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones on the field, Uh, he's much more athletic. He can do more with his feet. Um, I mean, I think you know he'll he can you know spread the ball around a little bit better. But um, decision making, I mean, the guy throws a lot of picks and fumbles the ball a lot. Yeah, that can be a huge, huge, huge difference maker in a game. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, I think that defense is better than than Washington's, but, and uh, that could lead
0: to uh, some. I I like the way Washington was playing. The way Washington was playing defense last week and and pretty much for a while. Like, I mean, they're, I mean, statistically, they're at the top in a lot of categories. Yeah. Towards the top. No, they're good. Good defense. I I think it's going to be obviously one of those two teams, but um, I think the NFC East, those teams are teams now that you're sitting there looking like, oh, like, I wouldn't mind playing Wayne Coleman, you know? <laughs> right. Well, he's been pretty good, actually. He's been really good. Yeah. Um, um, you know, what I'm just saying, like, these these teams where you thought, oh, God, I could never start a player yeah. from this team. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, you know, I, I don't know who I would really start from the Eagles, although I might have to be forced to start Hurts, but maybe Goddard.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think he's startable right now. Maybe even Ertz if you're in tight end hell and yeah. uh, happen to pick him up because he is back. I don't know if he's going to he be. He is. I
0: just don't know uh, what kind of
1: connection pick. that Hertz will have with anybody on that team. I mean, I he think, might have more of a connection than Goddard does with Hertz. For all, you know, and Hertz. Er, sorry, Ertz and, and Hertz could have more of Ertz a connection and than, than Goddard or uh, Paydirt uh, and Hertz.
0: Paydirt, your boy, your boy. <laughs> Um, well, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I think it's, I, I think, you know, like you said, anything can happen. And now we're at this point where buckle up. Yeah. I'm just glad I have a bye
1: this week. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Anything can happen. We're one week closer to glory. Um, so best of luck this week, everyone. And, uh, maybe we'll even do a podcast next week when we're all nervous back, um, to back. <laughs> and not, and not kicking back.
0: Yeah. uh this we wouldn't here. we wouldn't play each other in our league until the championship. That is accurate. So that would be uh, that. So would we be... won't. So if that's the case, there will be no <laughs> podcast on week <17, laughs> sixteen. Yeah, that
1: would be add make for maximum drama on this show. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so oh, yeah. hopefully, uh a lot, <laughs> a, a lot of passive aggressiveness, a lot of con, you know, a lot of uh, condescending remarks. People at home might actually be following the league at that point. <laughs> so we're like, but, can, uh, we get, can we get screenshots? <laughs> can we get, uh, who, who, who's got who?
1: Link in the show notes. The drama. Right, everybody. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining us here today. We'll hopefully be back next week. Best of luck in your playoffs this
0: week. Take that bullshit. Turn into good shit.